In today's episode, we're speaking to Debbie Neal. Debbie is a mom of four, motivational speaker, personal growth lover, podcast host, top 1% network marketing professional, keynote trainer, and an overall successful entrepreneur for the past 15 years. We will be speaking to Debbie today about how to transition from a corporate to an entrepreneurial mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? We have once again with us the amazing, the gorgeous, the lovely, the super small, and a lady that I truly admire, Debbie Neal. Welcome, Debbie. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I, I had so much fun last time with you. I'm so grateful you've invited me back. I am so, so grateful that you are back. We had an amazing conversation. You are one inspiration lady. And I love the fact that we we should, we have something very, very in common, which is the work ethics. And I like the fact that you are one of those people who doesn't get doesn't mind getting your hand dirty and works really hard. And this is the reason why you've achieved so much success, not only in your corporate career, but also in your entrepreneurial endeavors as well. And hence, the, we're, we're going to be talking today about how to transition your mind from a corporate world, uh, from a corporate mindset, rather, to an entrepreneurial mindset, because you've done that very, very successfully. So if you don't mind sharing very quickly, um, Debbie, you know, you were you were originally in the, in the retail, like as you mentioned in your, in your interview last time. And then what what prompted you, what made you go towards the entrepreneurial you know, side? What, what made you develop your entrepreneurial mindset? So... Here what it was, here's what it was for me. I was never afraid to work hard, never afraid to work hard. I, I have, we're always evolving, we're always developing, yeah. but a, a work ethic and doing things to the very best of our ability was always something that was, you know, taught to me. And I truly believe in that. But then there's this opportunity to think, well, what if I took the time and effort that I'm putting into somebody else's business, somebody else's company and working really hard for them. What if I, because we all can, right? We all can. So I want to say, what if I, I want to finish that with, yes, you can, took that and I was going to now level it up because it does take more to be an entrepreneur than to be an employee. And I don't want to discount being an employee, but I'm saying this with love because I was an employee for many, many years but to follow somebody's lead and follow and enforce somebody else's rules and, and um, bar and goals is one skill set. But then have the discipline and the mindset and, and all of that to go and create it, right, yourself does take a different skill set. And so I know we're going to go through so many questions, but if there is one piece of a thing I would share with people is number one, take that leap and, mm-hmm. and build your business because your life is worth it. But another thing is you, you want to be going into a business like, and treat it like you're an employee. That's how you build a business, right? So 
you build a business because you're putting, you're still putting in the hours and you're putting in the time and you're willing to be the hardest working person, right? And you're holding yourself accountable for that, right? Yeah. Not treating it like a hobby. You're treating it like a business because if you treat it like a hobby, you're going to get a hobby. hobby. And then you're going to wonder why you don't have a business, right? (laughs) Of course, of course. So so now let's come back to this question. How do we a transition from a corporate mindset to an entrepreneurial mindset. It's a it's a journey. So mm. you know, talk us through this journey that you know. I know when we were talking off camera, and you had this amazing you know conversation. I had to stop you, like, no, this is too much gold. This is golden nuggets. We want to share this on the podcast. So talk us through now how if someone if someone comes someone like me comes to you and say, look, um, Debbie, I've been in the corporate world for you know for fifteen years. I'm a lawyer. I'm, I, I'm a banking finance lawyer. I do X, Y, and Z. And, but I really have a passion for being a mindset coach. What do I do and how do I go about it? Well, you know, what would be your, your answer to that? How would you process my mindset? Because obviously I've been working in the corporate world for so long and also being a banking finance lawyer, I'm used to earning a certain kind of income. So, right. you know, how do I, you know, how do I give up that security of that financial, so-called financial income um, for my dreams? Right. Okay. So there's, 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 there's a couple of things here that popped into my head. First, one of the, one of the pieces of advice that I would always give somebody is number one, no matter what you do for a living, we have to leave our ego at the door and we all have to some degree, some ego, right? And we hear ego and we associate it with something negative. Okay. But let's say you're a lawyer, you're in finance. Okay. And if you're referring to, it's like, you worked hard for that. You worked hard for degrees that you're really proud of, right? And so there's that voice inside saying, do I leave it all aside and then do this? Like, this is something I probably could have done without a college education, right? I know that with my business, right? And so there's that little voice saying, you're better than this, right? But that's our ego talking, Mm -hmm. right? Because when there is that tug inside of your heart to be more and do more, And it's this thing called intuition, listen to it. Mm -hmm. And what you've done in your past life, what I did in my past life did bring value, right? Whatever you've done will bring value, whether it was the years of schooling, whether it was the time and the effort you put into your grades, whether it was the relationships that you've built through having your professional career, whether it was, you know, knowing what it was like to build that career, you're coming to the table with something incredible. However, you know, leave, leave the ego at the door. You know, I've had people start my business without a college education. I've had people start my business, you know, with, with doctorate degrees and they're doctors. And so it's, it's an even playing field. You have to come in with that. You have to have the willingness to be willing to learn at the bottom. We all start off, no matter what business it is, without the following, without the reputation, without, without, the experience for, for, for many of us. And we have to be willing to start at the ground up and not view it as, but I've got to start at the bottom. My gosh, there's such an amazing view at the top. When you're looking up, you're looking up with so much vision and so much belief. Like I think back to starting my business. I loved starting at the bottom. That's where we all start. Yeah. And, and you mentioned journey and see, Our life is a journey. Mm. Our success is a journey and it never ends. Okay. You can, you can excel in whatever business I'd like to think I I do my business pretty well, but I am, I am nowhere near the leader. I'm going to be a year from now. Mm. 
and I'm nowhere near the leader I'm going to be five years from now. So I would tell anyone that true success, especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur, is being humble, coming in with a really full heart, leaving the option to quit off the table. Mm -hmm. If it's on the table, you will take it. If there's a crack in the door, okay, which is your exit strategy, and if there's even a crack, you will figure out how to get your rear end through it. Yep. Okay. And it's when our ego is hurt, right? And it's damaged thinking, why am I putting up with this? I have the ability to make this, or I'm already earning this. Why am I going through this? Yep. Because success in anything is peeling away the onion. It's peeling away the layers. It's breaking open the heart and the shell and kind of developing ourselves into the next version of us. And there's a different level of vulnerability with that than being an entrepreneur. There's a tremendous level of vulnerability being an entrepreneur because you're not just representing a company, you're representing you and you're building your brand and your character and you're letting the world know who you are and what you stand for. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do believe that. I think the the big difference between being an employee and being an entrepreneur, especially if you have if you have your own business, you are the face of your brand. You are bringing value, and it's really recognizing your value. I think a lot of the times, another part of the ego is we we have labels attached to the, that ego as well. So, I for the longest time, someone asked me what I was doing. I'm I'm a lawyer. And uh, even now, so now I still, I still use it, but use it just to build authority. Because I, I think when you say I'm a barrister, it just holds a certain kind of authority that I'm not just talking rubbish. Also, because barristers are known to have a very high ethical modes more than solicitors, <laughs> even though I am a solicitor too, by the way. Um, I, I sort of use it, but I don't use it as a label that I'm a lawyer. I'm no longer a lawyer. I'm mindset coach. Yet I am still, you know, obviously I'm not, not practicing. I'm still going to be lawyer for the rest of my life because I'm registered with all the organization. So that's fine. But for the longest time, even when I was working, I wasn't working. Well, my, I'm a lawyer. The label was attached to me. And I think this is the problem that we have, especially with the kind of audience that would listen to this podcast. They come from these professional backgrounds where they've studied for five, 10, sometimes, you know, the ongoing education. In my case, it was ongoing. You know, we, lawyers are always studying as, as our doctors. So you've invested so much time and money and energy into getting this label attached to you. Then when you are setting up a business, it's very difficult to let go of that label. And that label comes with its own mindset and limitations. You know, if as a doctor, there's, only, there's a limit to how much you can earn. And even as a lawyer, it doesn't matter how much, you know, how you bring anything lawyers are paid. I was paid quite well. And I know the upper threshold of a, of a lawyer too. So if there is, if as an employee, there's always an upper limit to how much you can earn which isn't the case with an entrepreneur. Yet, as you said earlier, I think it was in your um, the, the, the Friday feature segment, you said that, you know, when you went to the pot, when you went for a raise and you, you know, you're valued more, but that position's only valued that much. Doesn't matter how much you think you're valued, you are, the, the, the position's always going to be at that level, be 100K or 150K, but that's it. It won't be anymore, even though you know you can do more. So how do we let go of those labels? How do we let go? How do I let, how, you know, if I was coming to you, how would I, how would you coach me? How would you help me to let go of the label of goal as a lawyer and then goal as an entrepreneur? So one of the things that I love and I'm so passionate about, I would want to dig deep to find out what's your purpose? What's your significance? Why do you want to be a mindset coach, right? Because when, when our why is strong enough, the how always gets figured out. 
right? Absolutely. Yes, I agree. But when the why is cloudy and we're unsure of that, then we lack confidence. And when we lack confidence, we end up falling back on our title and our degree because some there's that there's this child in us, or not a child, because that's we're, we're grown women here or men, whoever's listening to the podcast, but where we're looking for outside validation or significance, right? So for somebody like you or a doctor or somebody that it's not just a title, it's significance, right? I'm a lawyer, right? But that's not, you'll always be a lawyer. But who are you as a person? Why are you on this earth? Why do you want to be a mindset coach? What is your mission? What what do you want to do for other people? Because here's the thing, as a lawyer, and I'm just using your profession because I'm talking to you, you have the ability to make people's lives better, right? Depending on what type of lawyer you are, you have the ability to make an impact but not as much of an impact as a mindset coach. Agreed. Right? Agreed. I, I was a banking finance first. All I was doing was numbers. And yeah, contracts. I don't right. think I was making that much right. to be honest. So <laughs> you were making people's lives easier, yeah. right? Because you're working through numbers and all of these things that are important. But wow, like as a, as a mindset coach, from what I'm getting, spending time with you on these episodes is you want to help people break the barriers, break yeah. the limits, become their best break out of the shell like we were put on this earth to do more and be more and have more and help others achieve more and it's it's getting into the minds and the hearts of other people and that's what i love so much about what i do right what i do it's not just it's what i do it's not who i am but what i what i love is i was put on this earth to help people realize their potential i was put on this earth to Whenever you achieve something, and that's great, I'll be the first one to cheer you on, but then I'll be the next one to say, what's next? Mm. What's next, right? What do you have next? And then you might be like, Deb, I worked so hard. (laughs) I'd be like, good, you know, exhale, celebrate. Let's have some champagne. I love Cosmos. Let's have a Cosmo. But what's next? Mm. Because as we expand in our space, right? When we stay where we are, we develop, whether it's teams, whether it's people we're coaching, whether it's people we're mentoring, whether it's people that I'm leading in my business, whether it's children, whether it's significant others, whether it's friends, we have the ability to to raise the game, raise the conversation, raise the standards, raise, change people's perspective, you know? And so the more we become more, we break the lid off for other people, right? And so that's where personal growth, discovery, success, it's not a destination. That's what I love about being an entrepreneur. I don't have a destination. I don't have a destination. There is no destination. I will, I will continue to breathe life into the souls of other people till I am no longer, I have a vision of traveling all over the world, inspiring people to be, you know, more than they are. And then at the end of my life, which will be like 150 plus, okay, that there's going to be a legacy left. And that little voice inside of people's heads thinking, I still hear her. I still (laughs) hear her. Right. And kind of leaving that. And it just kind of lives on in people for them to just break out of the mold. They don't have to. I'm not knocking being an employee. Okay. We all have different callings in our life, but we have one go around one on this precious earth. And think of how many people are like it's Monday and counting down till Friday and they're celebrating this thing called hump day. I don't know if you guys do that in London, like, like it's a hump day. It's like Wednesday's like the middle of the week, like it's hump day and like over the hump, 
not, you know, over the hump, right? And then it's Friday. And then all of a sudden they're living for the weekend. And then Sunday, they're getting a pit in their stomach. They, they, get, the, they get the Sunday blues because Monday's coming. Yeah, I'm I don't know what day of the week it is. I, because I love my Saturday as much as I love my Monday. I love my Wednesday as much as I love my Friday. I get up every single day and I feel like the matrix. Even if my day is completely packed with chaos and meetings and Zooms and coaching, I don't have to build my business. I get to build my business. And I think that's a different thing that you get to build being an entrepreneur, right? You'll never hear an entrepreneur say, I have to go to work. I get to speak yeah. with people every day. I that get is, yeah. and to that, be on your podcast. Yeah. The shift. And, that, and that is such a massive mindset shift. I don't have to go to work. I get to run my business. I get to build my dream. And that is such a privileged place to be and, you know, and recognize. But I, I'm going to roll back a bit. I love your idea that in order for you to let go of your old, you know, shed your old skin, so to speak, and let go of your old labels, you have to be very clear about your why. And I remember you know, when you were saying this, I came, you know, I for the longest time, whenever someone asked me when I was at home, we, we do, I'm going to go back to law. Yeah, well, I'm going to go back to law. I've, I've studied for so long and I, I qualify as a, as, a, as a lawyer in three jurisdictions. Why the hell wouldn't I? And one of them is being New York bar. I mean, I mean the, the pass rate alone for that is just atrocious. So I qualified to become a New York attorney. Why the hell would I not go back to law? That was my mindset. But this is the, this, here's the point. When it came to, when push came to shove and I had to go back into employment to, to earn money, my why came in the way. Why do I want to earn money? So I can provide for my children. But if I go back to law, I would be spending 80, 90 hours in the, you know, in the office and my kids would not see their mother. So what was my why? To provide for my kids, but also be with my kids. And that is the reason why I went down this path. I didn't know if I could have a business, but exactly what you're saying, there, failure was just not an option. It was just not an option. I had to make this work by, you know, cook by cook, whatever I do, whatever it takes, you know, you know work like crazy, whatever. I remember doing Facebook Lives and other things and God knows what else I did. But I had to build this business because I was not going back into employment. I was not leaving my children with the nanny. That was my thing. They were already, because I was going through a divorce, they already weren't seeing the father. They, I could not take the mother away. And I had such a powerful why that I found a way. It was, and the amount of hours I had to put in and what the skills I had to learn, because I've never, you know, I've never run a successful business up until then. So I had to learn a whole new skill set, but that was not a problem. It was something to learn and do because I always saw my kids and my kids was a big why. And I think I love, that's what I love about it. If you have a strong enough why, you will find a way to make it work. And also you'll find a way to change your mind. So you, because you, obviously your obstacles will come in the way. One of mine was um, imposter syndrome being one of them, you know, who am I to teach mindset? You know, I'm a lawyer. I'm not a, I'm, you know, I'm not, not mindset person. So, you know, what, who am I? That's first of all. And secondly, also your own insecurities come in. Um, I had been through severe abuse at that point with, with my ex. So that came into play as well. Who would listen to me? I'm not, I don't have any value and I have no worth because you made me feel I had no worth. This is something else that you'll start working on. Obviously I had to work through it. If I didn't have my why, I don't think I'd have the courage to work through those because that's facing your deepest, darkest demons. So, you know, how would you, what would you say about that? Because when you, when you start going through this internal journey, 
you do come and face out face to face with your deepest, darkest demons. Now, how do you, how, what would you, what advice would you give to somebody like that? When, when they come, they're like, okay, I have a, I have a really big why, but I have this major, major issue. How do I overcome it? Okay. So I love this question. Cause first of all, thank you for sharing your life with me. I feel, I feel very honored. I, I love to like know about people, right? I love to like, I love to just peel away the layers. And so here's, first of all, you're very brave. Second of all, we all have stuff. Okay. Anybody that's walking this earth that says, I don't have any stuff. They've got more crap than anybody else on the planet. Okay. So this is what I can tell you from building my journey for, for 15 years of personal growth and discovery and and mindset and all these things, that stuff, the, so the best way I could describe the journey, it's like, it's almost like you feel like you're naked swinging on a flagpole and you're growing through this vulnerability and you're like, oh, I got all my clothes on. Like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then you come to the next level of growth. So we all have feelings of unworthiness. And this is, this is why personal growth is so important. So for example, if you decided not to pursue this business that you're doing, right? And clearly you're doing it very well. It was, yes, you had to grow through and face those things, but you would have had to face them anyway. Okay. They would have come up anyway. Maybe you'd be able to like, if you visualize yourself on a raft and every time the emotions came up, you're like putting your hand over a hole and you're, you're stopping. Eventually you're going to run out of arms and legs to mask this stuff down. It would have showed up in your parenting. It would have shown up in your next relationship. It would have shown up somewhere professionally. It's going to come out. It's not going to be buried forever. And if it's buried forever, we end up living with this long-term pain. So personal growth and discovery is you're working through everything. You're actually reprogramming our mind, right? Because here's the thing about mindset, okay? Our thoughts are the actually the only thing in life we have 100% control over, okay? But a lot of times our, our mind runs crazy, like a crazy runaway, a runaway train. And our mind, our thoughts become our beliefs, okay? And our beliefs control our actions and our actions are obviously a product of our success or of of our not success. So as sometimes you can hide that, right? Following orders and being, and I'm not discounting it. Okay. I'm not, but when you're on a personal growth discovery, you have to look in the mirror. You can avoid it for a certain period of time, but you're only going to grow to a certain level. In fact, no matter what you do, whether it's what I do, whether it's what you do, whatever, whatever you do professionally on a personal growth level, you're going to get to a certain level until you realize, wait, I keep working. I keep working and I'm not moving forward. And the reason you're not moving forward is you have to go inside. Mm. Okay. You have to do the work and people are like, but I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. I'm like, no, no, no. You're missing the work. Yeah. You got to do the work. You got to dig deep. You got to get into your heart. You got to get into your soul. You have to reprogram your mind. What are your beliefs? What are the affirmations that come out of your mouth when you look in the mirror? When I look at you and say, you are an entrepreneur, you are worthy, you're successful, you are wealthy. Do you believe me or do you cringe? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's not me? Do you, do you, are you playing the business or are you doing the business? And, and mm-hmm. so in other words, it's you, your belief has a sound. It has an energy, right? So in a business like mine, where I'm looking to, I'm looking to bring people in, or I'm looking to partner up with people. 
my the way I show up, right? We talked about having your own brand, right? What is my brand? What is my energy? What's my level of belief? What's my confidence? And we all have different levels of confidence, but we do have the ability to build them by facing our demons and working through them, reading the books, listening to the podcast, writing out affirmations, saying them out loud in the mirror, every day doing something that's scary, but moving the needle forward, putting yourself in a vulnerable position. And you know, you can't be good you have to be bad to be good. You have to be good to be great. You have to be great to be amazing, right? You, you're not going to go from, oh my God, I, I'm brand new and I'm just going to excel at whatever I'm doing. You have to be willing to put yourself out there and do the work. And here's the, here's the blessing with the work. It's going to show up in everything you do. Yeah. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So yeah. I how you do anything is how you do everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love that. That is just a, um, such a clear way of explaining why we have to do the internal work, regardless of whether we are entrepreneurs or not, because if we don't, it will manifest in illnesses. And this is the reason why we, we, we all know this cancer is caused by emotions that we haven't you know, processed through clearly and that it forms, comes forms one way or the other. And I find, you know, in my practice, because I'm an energy worker. I find that quite a lot that people who are supposed to be the kindest and the sweetest that never say be to a ghost because they haven't spoken the truth very much. They've been developing you know, thyroid issues with the neck in their throat and sometimes worse than throat cancer. That's happened as well. Or I know this one particular lady I'm thinking of, she is the nicest person on the planet. But what I find is because she's got so many health illnesses, she's only a few years older than me. She's very, very young. And, and she's got that problem. She's got this problem, that problem. And she's always smiling. She's the sweetest person on the planet. But what I found is every time something bad happened to her, she's ignored it, not responded. And has, it's been eating up inside of her, literally. And so it's basically those negative emotions start eating from inside out. So if you don't address these issues, which I think is a gift, it's a gift as an entrepreneur. They come to the surface a lot quicker. <laughs> They're like, okay, the universe goes, oh, you want this? Oh, brilliant. Okay, you can have it. But hey, Here's a bunch of your crap that you need to sort of process first. Get rid of this first, and then I'll give you whatever you want. I think that's such a blessing that we become aware of the work we have to do, so we don't we don't wait for it to manifest through a, you know cancerous or some other illness in our body. It actually allows us to process through earlier, and then allows us to achieve the success that we're after. Because success is the, is the other end of the river of change. As I talk about this in my practice, we have to go through this river of change. And you can only swim through it. There's no way around it. You can either swim through it or you sink. And this river is where all your gunk, all your madness, all your demons are at. And you have to swim through to the other end. And other end is where the pot of gold is. That's where success is, right? And here's the thing. If we look at this from an entrepreneur, I've watched a lot of incredible people give up yeah. on being an entrepreneur because they're not willing to swim through the river. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And here's the thing, no matter what business it is, it's going to be challenging. And the reason why it's going to be challenging is because we need to change. Yeah. We always, when we stop growing, we die, right? Yeah. So if you look at the word challenge within itself and you remove LLE, it spells change. Mm-hmm. In order to change our life, we need to challenge ourselves mm-hmm. and we need to, we, so many people will start something and they're wondering why they're not seeing results, but you know what they're doing? They're sitting on the side of the river watching, right? They're like, but I'm still here. 
there's a there's being present and being there, right? There's a difference between like truly doing what it takes and just being there. Time is going to pass anyway. Of course. Time is always going to pass. We can't stop time. I believe in Einstein's time. So we do have the ability to create time. Okay. But also as we're going on this journey and you mentioned illnesses and things like that, I am such a big believer in the law of attraction. It is absolute. Okay. When we wake up in the morning and we think, ah, just my luck, or I'm having a bad day, or I can't believe I'm running late. You, the day ends up owning you and it'll be one thing after the other. Yep. Yep. And and I, I see that. And it's funny, you know, I, as I say, we're all work in progress. And that's why I share things about myself all the time. I'm the most optimist person I know. I'm, I'm always perky and always happy and always, you know, optimistic about everything, but I do have my off days. And today's been one of them. And it's so funny now that I'm looking through the day in the morning, I think, um, I, I think my alarm went off or whatever. And you can say I could got out the wrong side of the bed today. It's very rare for me, but today happened. So, you know, the person was supposed to arrive for my cleaner. She arrived late. And then she ended up not being the right one for somebody else's fine. And then the things didn't work out well. And, you know, things, and it's just literally one thing after the other. And a lot of my appointments got canceled. And even, even our interview was like rescheduled or whatever else. By the time that happened, I had sat back and thought, okay, what's going on universe? What are you trying to tell me? And I'd calmed down. And things began smooth after. But until that moment, my appointments got cancelled and this happened and all this so supposed thing my day was supposed to be really jam-packed, but it ended up falling one thing after the other kept falling apart. And it was I literally my day was spiraling downwards. Now, was the day wrong or my energy wrong? My energy. And as soon as I recognized and I took a step back and thought, hmm, okay, so how do we manage this? Let's manage it. Take a deep breath, breathe through, and it sorted itself out. You know, I'm, uh, my, you know, I was looking for a gardener. The gardener turned up. Um, the, the thing that my, you know, the, the cleaner broke in the morning, you know, we were able to get somebody in and fixed it like that. Things just worked out really, really well. And, and here we are. And right? here we are. And we, and, and, and we now, you know, we went back and forth and we we're trying to work out. And we ended up getting, you know, finding a time slot which worked for both people, you know, both sides. So everything worked out really well in the end. But I had to stop myself from spiraling downwards and turn it around and everything as soon as I flip the switch I'm like oh well, stop it's me it's my energy because I recognized it everything turned out and everything started happening according to what I wanted and that's the beauty of what you just said it's your mindset it's your energy which allows the law of attraction to give you whatever you need and that's what's happening isn't it that's where law of attraction gives you whatever you're in alignment with not what you want but what you're in alignment with and you can flip that switch as quickly as I did midday and have the day turn up to be amazing. And you brought up a great point because one of the questions I get all the time is you're, you're always so happy. You're always so positive. Everything goes your way. And so, no, I am happy. I am very positive, but things don't always go my way. So it's one of two things. One, my energy's off. Right. But Mm -hmm. here's the thing. When you're doing the work, you become aware you yes. identify it and yeah. you do just like you do. Like I'll immediately be like, okay, I need a five minute meditation. Okay. It's all good. And in fact, it's funny because when I got your email this morning, it was about eight o'clock this morning. We went back to the dress and I'm like, you know what? I'm immediately, I was in the middle of reading and I'm like, I'm immediately putting on a five minute meditation and there's a bigger purpose, Zen energy. Let's get everything in aligned mint. Cause my first reaction was 
I'm, I'm committed to everything I say I'm going to do. What happened? Who shut down? Like what went wrong? What's a, and I'm immediately pointing fingers, right? We talked yeah. about that, like immediately pointing fingers. Was it, was it this? Was it that? Like, was it me? And so again, after five minutes, I'm like, whatever's meant to be, it's all going to work out amazingly. It's, it yep. doesn't matter that I don't have my microphone. It doesn't matter that I don't have my computer. It doesn't matter about whatever's meant to be. It's all going to work. Out. And I always say this or something better. This or something better. It's all going to be amazing. But when we're on a personal growth journey, things come up. Yeah we're able to identify and we learn how to deal. Right. And then another thing, there's also things that are outside of our control that do happen. And there's been times on my journey in 15 years where I've, I've been brought to my knees and I've looked up and I'm like, are you kidding? Right. And then I realize, no, like there are things that are deliberately put in our path to test us, to grow us, to challenge us. My why is big. And my vision is clear and my belief is rock solid. And I believe that God has a big calling on my life. But with that, right, there's always going to be one, I think God shows up and tests me from time to time, right? He might put people in our lives that maybe don't treat us kindly or do things that we, we feel like we're undeserving of. I think it's done for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's there to test us, but I also think it's like him coming down and like saying, well, how are you going to treat me? Like, right, because he forgives everyone. He doesn't judge everyone. He's kind to everyone. So every time I come across somebody like, that could be God in disguise, very <laughs> nice to them. Okay, wish them love. But but things also happen to grow us and build our gratitude and build our vision. Like we can have a strong why, but you're not really going to know how important that is to you till there's a temptation to slow down, a temptation yes. to quit, a temptation to play small, a temptation to shrink back into your old ways and your old thinking. And so a temptation to stay in your comfort zone, which by the way, nothing worthwhile happens in, nothing, okay? You know, we're, we're always at a fork in the road. We could be comfortable today, right? Or, and, or we could be uncomfortable and be comfortable like later in life. Because if we, we choose comfort today, we will be uncomfortable later in life because we're giving up we're giving up things and we're going to regret it at some point. There's no such thing as staying in your comfort zone. You're going to get uncomfortable whether you choose it now or you regret it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. And okay, on that note, we're going to wrap up. That is such a phenomenal thing to say. And I, I do totally agree with you. You're going to become uncomfortable today, short term, to live a life of your dreams for the rest of your life. Or you're going to remain in the comfort zone now and become uncomfortable later on. It's your choice. Uh, both ways is your choice. And I love that. All right, so Debbie, how can we connect with you? How can we find you on the internet? Okay, so you can find me anywhere you'd find a podcast. Level up with Debbie Neal. And I'm all about the mindset, the energy, the law of attraction. I'm going to get into your heart, your soul, your gut. We're going to join the family and we're together going to make this world a better place and just level up in all areas of our life. You can find me on Instagram at levelup.debbyneal, unless it's debbyneal.levelup, I always forget. And my personal Instagram is debbyneal. And so it's been, I've really enjoyed this time with you. I've really, really enjoyed this time with you. You've left me better. And, you know, that's where it's such a gift in life. Like be around people that I, you know, you weren't part of my thought as I, as I started my entrepreneurial journey, but just, I'm so grateful for the people. When you give out a certain level of energy and mindset, you 
end up being drawn to and connected to the people that are like-minded, like energy. And so you, you made my day, our days both started off a little bit crazy, but how, (laughs) how fortunate are we to be ending on this note? It's such a lovely day. And I'm so, so grateful to have you and Debbie. It's been such an interesting and really enjoyable conversation. It's been a very, very deep conversation on, on the kind of on the topic that I love, which is mindset. Well, so we have to have you back, Debbie. We, we're going to ask you to come back and be a guest for us on Money Talkies again so we can continue this conversation further. I think this requires further um, deep um, thoughts on certain other aspects of, you know, of how we can develop our mindset and how we can live the best life possible. And I think you've done that the, the best way possible. So that's it. Please do come back for us. And thank you for being an amazing guest today. I would love to. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you so much for listening to me and Debbie on our Money Talkie segment. I will be back on another Money Talkie segment with another amazing guest asking them to help us to become better entrepreneurs with their tips and their ideas and so we can live a life of knowledge abundance. Until the next time we speak, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.